0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed a man named Joseph for the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary. He went in and said rejoice so highly favored the Lord is with you. She was deeply disturbed by these words and asked herself what this greeting could mean. But the angel said to her, Mary, do not be afraid, you have won God's favor. Listen, you are to conceive and bear a son, and you must name him Jesus. He will be great, and will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his reign will have no end. Mary said to the angel, but how can this come about, since I am a virgin? The Holy Spirit will come upon you, the angel answered, and the power of the Most High will cover you with its shadow. And so the child will be holy and will be called Son of God. Know this too, your kinswoman Elizabeth also in her old age herself conceived a son, and she whom people call barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible to God. I am the handmaid of the Lord, said Mary. Let What you have said be done to me." And the angel left her. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the Annunciation of our Lord. The great mystery of the union between God and man. When majesty puts on lowliness, where power puts on weakness, where eternity puts on time, and immortality puts on mortality. These were the words of the great Pope, Saint Leo I, on the feast. We are in the midst of this great mystery, the mystery of our redemption. How can we contemplate it? We, if we are to summarize it, we can say one thing, that humility confronted pride. Divine humility confronts human pride. We know from the scriptures, and we we know from the teachings of the fathers that the greatest sin of all is pride. And it is to overcome our pride that God displayed this incredible humility which we are even unable to fully grasp. What is pride? Pride is many things, yet one thing is certain, it is the root of all sin. And so the first explosion of pride is found in the angel who dared to say that he would be like God And this in fact gives us immediately an idea of what pride is to be like God but then we think about it didn't God make us in his own image and likeness and aren't we commanded even by the Lord that we should be like our Father in heaven well yes all of that is true so how does pride fit into this we have been made in the image and likeness of God and we are commanded to be like God that was the temptation that was presented to our first parents you can be like God knowing good and evil and here we have exactly what pride is. We are being made in the image and likeness of God and therefore we are to be like God in some things and in other things, we cannot be like God. And in any attempt for us to be like God in those other things is in fact a rebellion against God. So the things in which we are to be like God consist of mercy. Be merciful as your Heavenly Father is merciful. We are to be compassionate, even as our Father is compassionate. We are certainly to be holy as God is holy. We are to be humble. And our Lord has given us the example of great humility. Though he was in the form of God, Christ Jesus did not consider equality with God as something to be grasped. He emptied himself and took the form of a servant and was humbler yet. As God is just, we also are to be just. As God is generous, we likewise are to be generous. As God is good, we are to be good. But all of these things, we are are to be like God, to imitate Him. We are to reflect what He is. But there is one thing that we cannot imitate God in, and we see it immediately in temptation. You can be like God's knowing good and evil. To know good and evil is essentially to determine the law for ourselves we will do what we want, how we want, when we want independent of any other authority. In other words we will not obey. We regard ourselves as our own masters. We will sin if we wish to sin. And this in fact is the essence of pride. In In one of the Psalms it says that though he was though he could have sinned, he did not sin. And that is, of course, um, a reflection of great holiness. And so, in, to demonstrate the, 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 the love of God, which we also commanded to, to imitate, to be like God in our love, to demonstrate God's absolute love for us, he sent his Son to take on himself our human nature. And so the Son of God became the Son of Man in the womb of the Virgin. He took everything that he had created and what he did not create, what he did not give us, he left behind, namely sin. Our wills were determined to set out on their own path. We did not want to follow the path God had traced for us. And so Christ Jesus shows us that obedience to God is the only true path to eternal life and indeed to being like God. And as we heard in the second reading, that you did not want sacrifice, nor oblation. You prepared the body for me. You took no pleasure in Holocaust or sacrifices for sin. Then I said, just as I was commanded in the scroll of the book, God, here I am, I'm coming to obey your will. So here the Son of God it says essentially that God wanted no sacrifice, oblation or Holocaust. All of these things could not forgive our sins. What could? It is the sacrifice of our wills. And so the Son of God gives us that example. Becoming the Son of Man, he is now able to submit his human will to the divine will. and come coming to obey your will. And in obeying his will, Christ Jesus obeyed even the wills of his creatures. And so he is obedient to his parents, and we, we see this in the, in the finding in the temple. He goes down to Nazareth and is obedient to them. He is obedient certainly to his father and what his father will but that he should offer his life as an oblation for sin. And so he submits to the will of his creatures in particular. He submits to Judas's treachery He submits to the cruelty and the malice and the envy of the high priests. He submits to the weakness of Pilate. He accepts the authority of the lustful Herod. He submits to the cruelty of the soldiers. He becomes the plaything of sinners. And in this he overcomes the pride of hell. He goes down even to hell, this is his Father's will, and yet he rises glorious, because whilst his human nature is defeated, yet his divinity gives it victory even over death. And so Christ Jesus shows us that though he was God, yet he submitted humbly even to obeying the will of his creatures recognizing in them, in their will, the will of his Father. And so he has abolished all the previous sacrifices and has given us one sacrifice to offer, the offering of our own will in submission to the divine will. And so we celebrate the Annunciation, God becoming man out of infinite love for us so that we could become truly like God, May we learn humility from the example of the Most Holy Mother of God, who herself submitted to the Divine Will. I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today.